0: Join the resistance! Come on, let's start by the have a the how we practice. The
1: David Jason. Uh, mushy, mushy. welcome to Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott,
2: and this is Patrick Riccardi. And I was briefly afraid I was uh, on the wrong show. Because that's a lot of languages that I didn't understand.
1: I mean, you're on the right show, but it still is the wrong show existentially. Um, This week, we are doing...
2: Sleater-Kinney versus Sleater-Kinney. Yeah.
1: Dig Me Out versus The Center Won't Hold. Um, Dig Me Out 97, their first album with Janet Weiss as the drummer, their third album overall. And, oh, I don't I don't think I've heard the earlier albums. That's funny. Yeah, they're not uh, th- they have some good songs, but they're not as I think this is Dig Me Out is when they really became good. Mhm. Uh the the first two albums have like they get progressively better as they as they go on in their career. I I feel like um and the second album has better songs than the first, but um like if I make a a best-of slater Kenny mix. There's, like, usually one song from the first album and two from the second, and then after that, I, I like everything. Mm-hmm. Um, not that they're bad. It's just a lot more, like, unformed. And saw them last night. You saw them... A we, couple weeks ago. Yeah, I can't remember if we talked about it on air or not, but, yeah, they were, they were really good. They, I mean, Janet Weiss is a big loss, and you would... Uh, and I felt didn't it notice. Yeah. Felt <laughs> it last night. But, but you didn't notice because you haven't seen them with her before, so mm. um, But yeah, no, it was it was a good show. I don't know. I'll talk I, about I'll talk about it a little when we get to the new album. Um,
2: but as far as the like you saw them back in you saw them in 90, for the dig Dig Me Out tour? Um yes. Did I? I can't remember. So I'm just imagining that they're this, this show is much like there is much more like stagecraft to it than I expected because they're, even though this album is, is highly produced, I still think of them as very like kind of raw Indeed, so I'm just, yeah. back in the day. I, well, first of all, they didn't have the money, but that was just like them on the stage and that's it. Right.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. It was just yeah. the three of them until, uh, yeah, forever until, uh, their, their last album, um, no cities to love Then They had, they had one extra person.
2: Um, oh, I'm not even talking about personnel. I'm just talking about the light show and everything. They oh had yeah,
1: no, no, it was super basic. I mean, we were seeing them at small, small places, and
2: but yeah. how about for the last tour? Did they have? Uh,
1: not as it wasn't as big a production as this one. Um, I and think... it was pretty awesome. It was well done. It's yeah. Mm. And they, I mean, they, I think I would say, like, in my opinion. Um, 'Cause they've been around for twenty five years. I think they they're like they've been the best rock band around for the last twenty five years. Um
2: They took some pretty long breaks in, in between that they
1: did. They took a ten year break, so um but still No, you know, I'm just saying, yeah. If the Rolling Stones had done that, maybe they would have still been good after twenty five years, you know. But but they're well, still Well maybe after
2: twenty five years would have been what? Like, like an eighty something, yeah. They were still good then, right?
1: Nah. I don't really know the Rolling Stones very well. Nah, they like, weren't.
2: The tattoo, tattoo me was not tattoo me. I, I know that was you. yeah, that was
1: eighty one, Um that was, in my opinion, their last good album, and that was not twenty five years on. Oh, okay, so. okay.
2: Um,
1: yeah, but uh, it's surprising to me, like how, how good they still are after after that long. But yeah, you are right. They, from because their last. Their last album before the reunion was 2000, 2005, 2006. Yeah, and then.
2: 2005, yeah. 10 years and then even four years since the last album before this.
1: Yeah, yeah. A long time. um, But they also did uh, solo stuff in between. Like um, Corinne Tucker did the uh, Corinne Tucker band. She put out two albums in that hiatus. And then uh, mm-hmm. Carrie Brownstein did White Flag. And then, of course, like Portlandia and stuff like that.
2: And yeah, everything she does. She doesn't. Yeah, I think she directed some, like, other things that she wasn't even involved in, too. She's, she's all over the place. She's awesome. And she wrote a book,
1: so... Yeah, which is very good. I recommend reading it. Um, her book and Kim Gordon's book of Sonic Youth, they came out around the same time. Um, they're both... Yeah, I highly recommend both of those books to people. Anyway, uh, dig me out. I guess we're going to start with uh, the first song on the album. My pick uh dig me out the title track and the song they ended with at both the shows we saw mm-hmm. um two encores for your show too uh fuck i think it was just one encore but it was a bunch of songs hmm. um they did i was surprised they did the uh the last song on the album which is just the piano
2: yeah one that's pretty uh,
1: Yeah, I didn't, but I thought that was going to be just like, oh, that's a song we do on the record, but never do live because I've never seen them just do piano before. That
2: was in the encore, right? That was in yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It was like the first song of the encore when we
2: came back. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but yeah, dig me out. So dig me out was uh was my real introduction to them. I don't, I'm sure I'd heard of them before that, but I think it was the first album of theirs I bought. Um, when it came out, and uh, I think it's a like pretty strong album all the way through.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's great. I don't think I heard it until like early two thousands. I wasn't on the the train right away, but once I heard it, I loved it. I I think I heard songs from it earlier than that, but I never heard the
1: entire album until later. Yeah, yeah, and I think, um, I if I'm not, if I'm well, I think it might have just been people I knew, but like who I would play and a lot of people had trouble with Corin Tucker's voice, which I, I mean, I can kind of see, but I love her voice.
2: Yeah. I don't see it at all.
1: Um, and it's in full effect on, on this song, which is just like, I don't, I don't even know how to describe their music. Like you can't really say it's punk, um, no, it's, it's punk just... influence, but it's like, just cause it's so energetic and everything. Um, yeah, I don't know. They're the kind of their own, I guess Riot Girl, if you want to like use that label, is kind of where they came out of. But yeah, I, I mean I think they're just a really good rock and roll band.
2: Yeah, that's pretty much it. I it, it has all those influences that I, the Riot Girl, even Riot Girl was was all over the place. Yeah, too. exactly. There's there's but and same with punk. It has all these influences all into it, but it's it's definitely energetic and rock and and raw and uh, emotional and and awesome. And this is, as I've, I said to you, this is the quintessential slater Kenny song in my mind. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, if Yeah, if you've never heard of the band and you play them this, this is what you're going to get.
1: Yeah, and if you don't like and this, this is... you're probably not going to like them.
2: No, probably not.
1: Um, uh, maybe, you know, the new album is does have a different sound, so that might be, depending on what you like, you might get into that. But, yeah, I think you're right. This is like the quintessential slater Just
2: But kinda... even with the, I guess her voice is, they, she doesn't do the. Like I don't, I guess she's screaming a little bit to make her voice sound this way. Cause in the newer album, she doesn't sound like this, Yeah, but she did, did sound like this live. So it's not like she can't do it anymore. No, she
1: can totally do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a choice that she's making. So yeah. And her, oh man, I, at the show too, I think it was the loudest show I've ever seen them do. It was really loud. Like when she was singing this song, the chorus, mm-hmm. her voice was just like rattling in my head. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't bad. That's a good thing, but yeah, let's, uh. It's just good uh, rock and roll music, as they say. Uh, here's here's Dig Me Out by Slater Kenny. which is my second favorite on the album i don't know actually it's hard to say favorites like i really like both of these songs what do you got
2: words and guitar
1: which i was bummed they didn't play uh last night when i saw them because it was usually a a concert staple i felt like but Mm -hmm. they had to make room for the new stuff
2: I don't even remember if they played it, so
1: maybe they did. Yeah, I know they could have at your show. <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, I don't know. It's just it's again her voice, and I, it has the 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 thing I like about songs when I have songs do this. I like it where the 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 vocals are going with the music and like not like kind of riding on it. Not you know how what I mean? It's not really. Yeah. Oh yeah it's not in harmony with it. It's like they're together, you know, as opposed to some songs where it's like they're, they're separate pieces, but they are on top of each other. And it's, it's really fun.
1: Yeah. No, this is another, another... and she
2: uses her voice as a percussion too. It's like, like she ends the sentences like, ah, and it's awesome.
1: Yeah. She, she is like, I don't know. I find her amazing. I, I'm just realizing we're not going to have as usual, a lot to say, uh, we might have more to say about the new about album. About the new, yeah. So, let's uh let's bust through this first half here is Words and Guitar. Little Babies, which is just kind of fun. I don't really know what they're talking about at all. Um, but, it,
2: I mean, what we always like, it has nonsense words in it, which uh, is always fun. Dum dum diddity <laughs>
1: Yeah. Uh, and another thing about Slater-Kinney that I always liked is that they, um, much like REM in the early days, they will both be singing, like, different things mm-hmm. um, at the same time. So you got, like, You got Corin Tucker singing one thing and Carrie Brownstein singing something else underneath. Um, It's a weird thing that like most bands don't ever use, but I don't know why I I like it so much. Maybe just because it's so rare. But uh, yeah, Little Babies, it's just, I don't know. It's kind of like, I don't want to say cute because it is still like rocking, but it's just more like fun and like not as serious as the rest of the songs. And catchy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, what the hell do I have to say about it? They say it all. Here's Little Babies by Slater.
2: I think it's interesting that at this point, Carrie Brownstein is more famous for other things than Kenny.
1: I know. I know. <laughs> I'm sure she brought in like fans who didn't even know she was in a band. Like, yeah. 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 Like I, cause I, I it was my
2: niece. I told, and like, she's like, I don't really know that name. And she's what, she's 25. And I was like, well, she's the one from Portland. Oh, she's awesome. So I think that's, that's probably widespread for, uh,
1: yeah. I think for younger. Yeah. Did, did you go with your niece to the concert? Nah, no. Oh, okay. No. Um, yeah. Um, uh, it, but it
2: is music. I think, I don't know. I think everybody can like this. It's not, I kind of feel that way too. It's cause... not like, I, I feel like some of this stuff, like stereo lab isn't for everyone. And, and I don't know, even Bill and Sebastian might not be everyone. It's, people get kind of annoyed with Bell and Sebastian sometimes. And I get it. I don't really get it, but I get it. Yeah. But I don't think that ever happens with Slitter, Kenny.
1: Yeah. No, I, I don't either. I mean, it's, it's rock, but it's not classic rock at all. And mm-hmm. like, it's like we said, it's kind of punkish, but it's not like off putting in the way. I think a lot of punk can be to people. Um, yeah, it
2: definitely makes your head bop.
1: It, yeah. They're, yeah, they're so good at, what they do anyway um, let's take a quick break and I know this has been short but we can come back and, and do a longer segment for the new album so we'll be right back
0: we had a comrade a brave comrade he could talk for whole days but then he tried to be a hero Tried talking about Shanmiro To computers wearing earphones He almost died for conversation Hallucinations, good vibrations Van Dyke Park, screenhound racing steeplechasing chasing Back to the start
1: it's going take some time and patience for the best thing. We're back uh, with The Center Won't Hold. New album, controversial album. I guess.
2: Stupidly controversial. Anyone who doesn't like this well, I'm not gonna say that, but well most people who don't like this are stupid.
1: Yeah, and most people are like who don't like it are Slater Kenny fans who think it's I don't I don't know what they think.
2: Well, they said – I mean, no. The, the, these are the same people who already said that they sold out with uh, No City's Love. So it doesn't really matter.
1: Yeah. It, you, you guys need to really check your gauge for what selling out means because go listen to Top 40 Radio for five minutes.
2: <laughs> I actually like this album better than the last album. Do you? See, I like mm-hmm. – I, 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 I should – this is more – Fresh, so I should listen to the other album again before I say that, but it, it, in listening to it, I, I enjoy all the songs better. As an album, I enjoy it better, and I enjoy the songs I picked out for us to talk about here better than any one song on the other album.
1: But I prefer like I said, No Cities to Love to this, but um, I'm not a hater of this album. Mm-hmm. It's... Yeah, I don't... I mean, I really don't get it. If you if you are a fan of Slater Kenny, I don't see any reason that you wouldn't like this album. I know it's produced by St. Vincent and I know it's got like more keyboards and stuff, but.
2: And even the way St. Vincent plays the guitar, they're playing it her way in this album. Like yeah. there's, there's songs here. And it's like, wow, <laughs> who is
1: this? I know, but it works. It's still yeah. like, oh, it's yeah. still yeah. them. Like I, I don't get,
2: it's it's an amalgam. Well, I guess if you don't like Saint Vincent, I get it a little bit, but still, no, I don't because it's still them. Like, it is. It has her her touches to it, but it's still them at at heart of it. So,
1: yeah. Well, I think Saint Vincent's another one that like has gotten more and more like people like call her a sellout and stuff or whatever. But I don't get it. To me, it's like the progression is so like obvious where's like where she started out and where she's gone that it's just her. Like it seems like she's doing exactly what she started out doing only better. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I get guess it.
2: they didn't like that. She used that producer what was Jackie. Oh Antop, yeah. The,
1: yeah. The Kesha dude or whatever he was. Oh wait, I thought oh, it was he wasn't Leonard, Kesha. When
2: he was... Dunham's boyfriend or, Oh, was he? Or... I, that's how I knew him. Like from gossip columns. <laughs> I I <laughs>
1: heard about like, he produced like some big pop stuff. That, that was all I knew about him.
2: I thought Kesha Kesha's guy was like a rapist.
1: Well, that's her manager, I think. Is uh, it? Oh, I'm is sorry. it her? Pro- no, you're right. I think it is her producer. We're getting into weeds on pop music that we don't know anything about. Yeah. Um.
2: Is Kesha also the one that would not hug Seinfeld?
1: That he would not hug her. Yeah. yeah. I think that was yeah. her.
2: Yeah. Uh, Jack. Ant- yeah, Jack Antonoff. Jack. Okay. Mass. Mass Seduction was awesome. So if he produced that, he does good work.
1: Yeah. I know. Trying to find out if he's, what else he's produced. I, I Taylor
2: be... Swift, Lord, St. Vincent, Lana Del Rey, Kevin Abstract, Carly Rae Jepsen,
1: and Troy Sivan. I was thinking Taylor Swift, so nothing to do with Kesha at all. Um,
2: and St. Vincent wrote a, wrote a kind of fun song on uh, Taylor Swift's latest album.
1: Yeah, I still have to listen to that. I haven't heard it. Um,
2: I forget the name of it. It has a funny name like Fun Summer or something like that.
1: We don't be hating... On pop stars around here?
2: Nope. Did well, like... most pop stars.
1: Yeah. Except for the, except for the dead molesting ones. Um, There's a, a a large
2: contingent of people who don't believe the, the stuff about Michael Jackson still.
1: I know. I mean, I, I kind of get it in a way, like as being like super fans, but on the other hand, I'm like, you know, just because somebody like pulled the wool over your eyes. That's not a reflection on you. That's a reflection on them that mm-hmm. that they were fucked up. Like you don't it's not a it's not a knock on you for believing in them. Um so just admit it. He was a he was a dirty old boy.
2: His musical nuffs never stopped getting played though. He's never going to get canceled.
1: No, I don't I mean musically I don't I it can't. It's too big. It's like it's bigger out. than
2: bigger than awful things he did.
1: Yeah. Um up to a point, like I think after Thriller, there's not well, really yeah. anything I need to listen to from him. But like I'm
2: just talking about like in a public setting, like DJ yeah. at a at a bar. Like I went to a my nephew turned twenty one this weekend I went to a bar with him last night, and they were playing a lot of Michael Jackson, that's never gonna end. No, and no, I agree. And um, I don't I don't think it should. I'm just I'm just Thinking out loud about the entire topic. Yeah,
1: I don't I don't either. I mean it's it is what it you can't there's no way to erase it from the culture at this point. Um yeah. And anyway, we did a episode on
2: yeah, Michael Jackson. He was a genius. It's that's undeniable.
1: Luckily I guess they're gonna deny it. I I have nothing to say more about MJ. I mean, it,
2: I'm in a genius at molesting people.
1: Oh, yeah. He was the best
2: at that. Well. Well, I know. Uh, you're the one that said best. So you are
1: canceled. Um, The center won't hold. Nope. It won't. I will. And my song pick from this is the titular, The Center Won't Hold, uh, which was. So I thought. um overall the the songs on the new album uh that they played live were not as strong as like the older material live except for this one uh, which i thought was better than it was on the album and i liked it on the album because i i like the way it's it's totally different it starts like kind of like industrial and mm-hmm. clangy and squelchy sounding and very st vincenty yes very st vincenty and then it uh and it just explodes into Slater-Kinney near the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it was really good live, I thought.
2: I thought so, too. Uh, excellent. But I like the song on the album as is. But, yeah, it was an awesome live. Yeah,
1: it was a great way to start the show. Um, let's give you all a taste. Here is The Center Won't Hold by Slater-Kinney. <laughs> the next two picks
2: uh first pick is love or is it l-o-v-e i think it's love okay it's all capital letters you never know maybe that stands for something
1: yeah but they didn't put uh didn't put periods in between the letters so i feel well, like i don't think you need to don't oh you're right scuba no periods HUD's... what'd you say hud uh-huh oh the uh humanoid underground dwellers that Correct. are not cannibalistic.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, yeah. They gave up the cannibalism yep. and decided We're to vegan. go on there. Mm-hmm. What was the, oh, and another, I don't know, Spewey had the periods. Yeah, he did. Special person egg whites. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, I, I'd like this song. It's, it's snappy. It, uh, it's, it's, it's almost a pop song.
1: Yes. Uh, uh it is very poppy. I think. Well, there's a couple. That, yeah, this one is. No, you know, it's it's the next one actually. Um, yeah, no, it's this is the mo- maybe the most pop ish song. That, like that song, the dog, the body is also kind of pop, but in a in a different way. Um, like that one seems more like conventional. You might hear on the radio the chords and stuff this one is Mm -hmm. is like slater kenny pop yeah
2: yeah yeah she has fun with her voice and they have they have a chance to do like screaming and stuff which is fun and there's saint vincent effects all through the song like fireworks and stuff so yeah i don't have anything else to say i like it
1: i will say just and i love carrie brownstein but my one problem with this album had nothing to do with the sound or saint vincent or anything but um Not enough Corin Tucker on this album for me. Um, I wish she sang a little more, Mm -hmm. uh, because there's a lot of Carrie Brownstein vocals. But yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, love. A slater Kenny version of pop. Here you go. on the album. Bad to dance. Bad dance.
2: Uh another very clearly the St. Vincent sound starts, but then it gets into Slitter bit of territory. But the that guitar at the start of the song definitely makes me think of her that oh, yeah. I can't do it. But you know what I'm talking okay, about. No, totally. the song. And the kind of the alarm sound and that and then it goes into this this I don't even know um song maybe i don't know but... i know
1: i was gonna say new wave almost elements to it anyway mm-hmm. it's not you couldn't you wouldn't mistake it for a 80s new wave song but yeah the and i like i like the uh the guitar line all throughout it yeah it's very it's very catchy this mm-hmm. one and also uh i mean kind of going along with saint vincent but kind of not like that it's got kind of like that spy guitar sound to it yes in parts, which can. i i always love
2: and uh i like the alt version that uh is on the, the the third side of the cd called bat dance which is just the same song but they sing bat instead of band bad i don't know what pat's talking about you must not have heard it
1: my cd only Great. has two sides but i am living in i'm living on. you're
2: living in a 2d world when we're everyone else is in a 3d world exactly
1: Open up your eyes. Take
2: off your blinders. Taste the fruit.
1: Red pill. Whoa. Um, I never remember if red pill is a good thing or a bad thing.
2: I think it's a bad thing.
1: Okay. Yeah. It's the
2: it's the Oh, well, Is it the incels that do it? They say it's like the Matrix. If you want to see the world, you have to take the red pill. Everyone else took the blue pill.
1: Oh. So it's used for evil. As most things <laughs> from the Matrix are. Um, all right.
2: Let's, let's... I haven't seen any of the Matrix movies since they came in the theater. I, I wonder if they hold up. I, I didn't see... like the second one, so I
1: never saw the third one. But I enjoyed the first one. I kind of didn't. I saw the first one in the theater, and I thought it started out really strong. With a good There's premise. lots of
2: dumb elements to it, but yeah. the, the set pieces were great. I didn't. I lo- I saw it like opening weekend, and then after I saw it, the hype machine started where everyone was saying it was the best thing ever. So I didn't care for that. It kind of made me like it less.
1: I liked it. I, I saw it opening weekend too, and but it was packed. Like we, uh, oh, you know, it might be that we snuck into that because we were like standing against a back wall. I remember that. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I thought I thought the ideas behind it were really good, but then I, to me, it just kind of devolved into standard action hero or action movie stuff, and I was like, ah, oh, I, I wish they would have done more with it, but.
2: Well, I think it was more than the story that made it interesting. It was the special effects were groundbreaking for the time, the whole stop motion stuff that what, time, what was it called? Yeah, it was so, like,
1: you know, it was like moral oral stop motion.
2: Yeah, it wasn't a stop motion, but I do love moral oral. I forget what they call it. But when like they did the, the, no, I know what time, you mean. Yeah. Time slowed down bullet time. I think they call it, but it was kind of, it was definitely innovative and then it, had, it went everywhere as far as video games go for a while.
1: For Yeah, forever. Even now, probably, yeah. I think they still do it on video games. Um, none of that has anything to do with Bad Dance. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as I mentioned, apparently on the third side of the CD, they do a Prince tribute out of it. Uh, but we're going to listen to the standard version. Here it is Bad Dance from The Center Won't Hold. Bring this album i do also like uh hurry on home i like uh can i go on which is also very new wave influenced i feel like yeah i think i think you people are idiots who or you're just missing you're missing out like
2: I, yeah, I I, I I don't like to say I like people like what they like, so I don't like to right. say you have to like this. But the 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 tone that they were taking when they complained about where they haven't been good since they came back, right? It's the It really snob bothered shit. me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. How does how does it rate with music slobs? Music slobs, that would be me. <laughs> but uh, I, did does it get good reviews and stuff from like Pitchfork
1: and those kind of? You know, I don't know. I didn't even check.
2: Well, AV RAM. Club gave it an A. I don't know if they're snobs. Pitchfork seven point nine out of ten. I don't know how they rate things, but that's
1: that's passing. Yeah, no, that's that's good. I I think it is very mixed. I mean, it I think it depends on the level of music snobbery, probably how much people like it. Because I don't think you can objectively say it's bad unless you've got like some ego in in it tied up in it. You know what I mean? Mm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it,
2: it, it look. Looking at the the reviews, they're all they're mildly good. 80 out of 100 on Metacritic, so I mean yeah. that's that's more than mildly good. That's good. Yeah,
1: it's Slater Kenny, man. Come
2: on. It's not as good as their last album now, so I was wrong <laughs> according to the critics,
1: which which I agree with. But yep. Um, but I yeah. have to
2: listen to it again. This is this is too fresh. But I, as of now, I like this one better.
1: Well, I hope they I hope they don't take another four years. I don't know what it is, like, that's a thing that started in the 80s where they would, like, record companies wanted to stretch out uh, an album's, like, selling singles potential for as long as possible so they would didn't want them, artists, to record albums too quickly in su- succession. Um, and it seemed to have become, like, the standard. Because, like, back in the 60s, you had the Beatles coming out with something every couple months
2: but I don't think that's a story with these guys. I think that's just like they went up to do other things. Yeah,
1: they're taking their time on stuff. Yeah, I, I yeah. can't imagine that has. But I do wonder if, like, just the way the, that other artists do releases now has, like, seeped into everything. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, we don't have to put out something new. But I I mean, I'm not complaining. I just wish they would put out something uh, more frequently. That's all.
2: Oh, did you notice that the. Well, you almost certainly did that one of the guitarists on the show was uh, one of the guitars that tour with Courtney Burnett, I forget her name, Jen, Jennifer Hark-
1: Harker. Or Hark- oh yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: That was pretty awesome.
1: And I think she also toured with them. She was the one who toured with them on the no cities to love tour. I think, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it, go see them if they're, I, they might, their tour might be almost over. I don't know. I think,
2: I think that was the last night
1: right now. Maybe no, they're not. doing tonight and I think they're doing, they haven't done LA yet. So, but yeah, well, I don't think anyone does LA anymore. So they're done. Speaking of uh, LA and, and riot girl culture, Bikini kill is like doing more shows. They did one in LA this year that sold out like really quick. Um, and then they're doing some next year, but no, San Francisco. So I, I don't get it.
2: I don't I don't really know their music, but I do know they're coming to
1: Philly. Yeah, it makes sense. It's,
2: no, uh, Slitter Kenny's going to Portland from from Oakland and then to Vancouver and then they're ending in Seattle, which makes sense.
1: Oh, okay, so they did it already. Yeah.
2: If they did it, and then after that they're going to uh, take a break and then go to Europe. Oh, nice. Yeah,
1: go see them if you're in one of the aforementioned cities they are pl- i considered like i'm like oh i could get a ticket for tonight's show too but they're still available you still can i but you know i get up so fucking early for work i guess i could always call in sick well now i can't since i said it on the air like a dum-dum well you could always you know actually know get sick on purpose listening. that's true yeah drink some uh
2: so does fox theater have seating Oh, hell yeah.
1: No, I, yeah. I don't stand, dude. That's that's my thing. I won't stand. I think I told you, like, the last show, um, OMD, we went to see, and it was at a venue that I'd been to before, and there are seats upstairs, and we just, you know, went upstairs and sat for those shows and tried to do an OMD. They're like, no, these are, you had to pay for seating at this show, so we had to stand, mm. and we couldn't make, it was me and Viv, and we could not make it through the show standing. It was so rough. Um, so even at Stereo Lab, we sat, it, which is at the Fillmore, which has almost no seats. They're all upstairs on one side, uh, and we sat down, and it was like no view of them. So we would get mm-hmm. up occasionally to go to look. But I, I can't. It just kills my feet and my back standing. It's a sad thing to admit, but
2: that stinks. Then most of the Philadelphia venues you wouldn't be able to go to.
1: It's all standing.
2: Yeah, there's like a. You have to pay for the seats at the Fillmore. And then I think electric, I forget what it's called. It used to be called electric factory, Franklin, Franklin hall or Franklin, Franklin hall. I think they have some seats that are limited. I think they might have to start charging for them
1: and union transfer has seats if you're disabled, but that's it. Oh, see, yeah, I can, I, I'm, I hold on to my, uh, broken foot. uh, Oh, so
2: yeah, you might be able to grab one of those, Yeah,
1: so I grab one of those, but we will pay, (laughs) we'll pay extra for seating is, yeah, is my point. So yeah, I, I have no problem with that. Um,
2: yeah. did you see the opener? I didn't bother with Slater kinney
1: Yeah, we didn't, we didn't want to. We tried not to. Um, we met some friends for dinner beforehand, and and we're gonna try to. But yeah, we did. It was not, it didn't fit at all with Slater kinney It was, you know what? They not, were they were fine. I it's nothing I would ever listen to really.
2: Not as good as um, Lizzo.
1: Hell no. Who I also <laughs> want to see. You saw him already, right? You saw her already,
2: right? No. She opened. She no. opened for Slater
1: Kenny the last tour? Did you not? No, not on, not on my show. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, it was like, it was Bob Mold and Fred Armisen.
2: Oh, that's weird. Um, yeah,
1: Dude like some. Well, it was Fred Armisen's like fake punk band, and Bob Mold showed up. Um,
2: so apparently, uh, among the other things that people have problem with, Fred Armisen it seems like. They should have a problem with. He also has a grandfather who was a uh, a Japanese spy. Yeah. During World War Two. Yeah,
1: I <laughs> what, saw that. What?
2: Also a Nazi Nazi soldier. I don't know. No,
1: he was, no, he, was on, he was spying on the Nazis for um, Japan. I can't remember. I saw that episode of uh, of uh, that what is it called man find your roots on pbs that had oh that's how that
2: that's how that story came out
1: <laughs> yeah um but i can't remember the whole story i i think he was um yeah i can't remember i think he was actually it turned out he was like korean and he was like a spy i don't know <laughs> I, I don't see how the, the sins of the grandfather come down to fred Armisen on that anyway, <laughs> so it was just funny yeah um yeah, this this was a short but fun episode. Yep. Always
2: And if you have not already listened to Slitter Kenny, perhaps do it right now.
1: Right now. RFN. Uh yeah, I guess that's all I have. Shall we then move on to recommendations? Recommendations, actions, 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 Yes. Sure. Uh you wanna go first? I gotta I gotta look up the name of my thing.
2: Okay, I will recommend Two things, Jojo Rabbit, playing in theaters. I thought it was fun. Um, oh, you saw it. Damn it. I haven't
1: seen it yet, and I really want to.
2: It's worth seeing. And then I'll recommend on Disney+, Plus The Mandalorian, continuing the Star Wars tradition. I didn't think I'd like it because I'm not a huge uh, – what's the guy? Boba from Fett. Swinger? Well, I don't like Boba Fett that much, and I don't think he needs more of a story. But it's not about Boba Fett. It's about someone else who's from the same – Planet or whatever, and it's it's interesting. It's really well done. John Favreau, I don't know. I didn't. I think I conflate how his characters and movies are with his actual talent. And he he has a talent. He wrote that first Iron Man movie, which was good and super popular. And he he wrote this series, and it's also co. I don't think he did any writing, but he's done some directing. One of the guys who's been deep into uh, Lucas for years doing like the cartoons and stuff. I, I forget his name. Dave Filoni or something like that. Anyway, it's a uh, it's it's well done. It's it does it pokes some like it it brings you into the Star Wars universe with with characters and stuff in it. And it doesn't take you haven't you don't have to have seen anything else to enjoy it, but it helps. Anyway, that's my two recommendations.
1: I will yeah, I will I would rather shoot myself in the face than pay for Disney Plus because my problems with the Disney Corporation go way back. We know this, but you know maybe it, I'm sure there's some way to find it online if I'm if sure. I were to try.
2: It wouldn't be difficult.
1: My recommendation, because I got a couple books from the series, and you might have actually recommended it to me a long time ago. Um, I can't recall because it sounded familiar. Is the uh, Hard Case Crime series of Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they reprint like a lot of old lost kind of noirish stuff and also do some new the, new the things cover, in the genre the,
2: the new things but also their cover art is
1: awesome cover art is great on all of them it's got that that old pulp feel but it's really cool like for people like me and you I think too who like get into this genre of fiction and we've like read all the all this stuff already um, it's nice to find like these new titles that you that haven't been in the canon you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm really enjoying the books and there's one by Samuel Fuller that I'm reading who was the, the movie director and, uh, yeah. Man, I, I mean, I just went
2: to the website cause I haven't looked in a, in a while. I didn't know Stephen King did one.
1: Yeah. I had no idea. Two actually. I was, I was looking really? at the list. Yeah.
2: Is that new or is that I just never noticed it before? I mean, <laughs> all the other, oh man, they have all kinds of these nice, nice names in here. Yeah. I would, I will second that recommendation Not even though I think i already
1: gave it yeah I know I think you might have but it was so <laughs> oh, but long that ago. reminds me I have another
2: recommendation I'll probably forget it by next week so I'll throw it in uh Tanya French we've talked about her a lot and oh, I yeah. read... oh crap What's the name of it is,
1: is it her new one no I'm, oh, okay. I'm still is, does she has a new one you're going in order fairly mm-hmm. new yeah let me see the name of it which while you're looking it up I'll mention they're also making I think a uh it's already made yeah the, go ahead the series mm-hmm Oh okay. Is it and it's on it's streaming somewhere, right? Is it Netflix or Amazon or I don't know.
2: I just okay. somebody told me about it and said it's already it's already there. It's like yeah, I don't know. So okay.
1: Go ahead tell what, say what it is. No, I don't know what it is. That's I, oh. I thought maybe you did. But yeah, I I'm looking forward to that. But what what is your book?
2: Faithful place. It was the, it was uh No, I'm sorry. It's the secret place. Faithful place is the like the prequel to this. There's oh, a character
1: I read the secret place, yeah. It was the first one of hers I read, actually.
2: The Yeah, that's the one This so she has this spoiler alert. She has this tendency to, to take a character in present times and then go back into their past and kind of gotten kind of by like the third book, it was getting a little bit hackneyed and I forget what the last book was. But anyway, this book does that in a way that's much more interesting and it's really, really well done. So I will highly recommend the secret place.
1: Yeah, that's a good book. I, the only book I refuse to read of hers is that second one. Both you and yep. Viv told me, "Don't it's, bother." So
2: I, I don't know. I still I like to read everything, but yeah, it's it's so preposterous. The, the
1: yeah yeah. All right. Well. Uh, oh, yeah. So
2: so this there was a, I'm reading about the show and and unfortunately, uh, the this show is based on the likeness. That's what I heard. And that's why they would choose that one. I don't know.
1: But, but maybe, it, maybe they'll it, go into other ones.
2: It was on BBC. Oh, it's the stars that it's on.
1: That's right. Stars, which I don't have, of
2: course. I don't either. But anyway, I, I look forward to watching it.
1: Yeah. Even though it's based on... The worst book. So far, the worst book. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I just, I feel like maybe... I I don't know. I guess sophomore... The, the editor the sophomore just says, do so. what you want. But... uh Maybe someone should have told her this doesn't this doesn't work.
1: Oh, probably sold a hundred million copies. So why I know, not? yeah. Um, all right. Well, write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail dot com. Pat will tell you the rest of the things.
2: must. please do. write to us there because I don't know if that email address still works. I haven't haven't seen an email there for I a haven't, long. Time.
1: Yeah, me either.
2: Please, I beg you. You're making us suffer by not writing to us. Uh, like us on Facebook. Rate us highly on iTunes, write a review if you feel like it, and most importantly,
1: tell your friends to listen. That's it. That's all you have to do for the rest of your life. If you don't have a friend, make one. Mm-hmm. It's easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, go walk into a bar. and Use uh, the clay,
2: put the spirit of life into it, and grow it up from into an infant all the way to adulthood, and then that will be your friend forever.
1: First, go into a bar. That's all. That, you remember that you got to breathe. You got to breathe the life into it, too, Pat. Don't want to skip over that step. Um, all right. I guess as always, we'll figure out something to do at the last minute for our next episode. But until then, goodbye, everybody.
2: Goodbye.